With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to the NFL opening line report for Monday, October 19th. This is NFL week seven opening line report. He's Teddy Covers. I am Drew Martin. Happy Monday morning to you, Teddy. Hey, uh, Drew. How are you today, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We got the uh, two Monday night football games here. One of them Monday daytime. So uh, interested in your opinion on that. And plus the uh, real NFL opening line report talking about the first game here. Kansas City Buffalo 277-278 two o'clock Pacific kick here, Teddy. We don't uh, see see this type of game very often. Minus five and a half, 55 and a half being the total here. That's minus five and a half. The Chiefs on the road. Any quick thoughts on this one? So you were the guy that said you love the two games on Monday night football on Monday nights and that the NFL should do that all the time. And now, thanks to COVID, we're kind of getting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have no problem with two games on Monday nights. I kind of like it. Been nothing but Chiefs money. The Lots of sharp money on the under uh, for tonight's game. It is worth noting, uh, Kansas City falls into some very negative trends. When you look at Super Bowl winners off their first loss, They've been money losers the next week in 14 different roles. Uh, significant money losers. Uh, although the Bills, I, I really worry about them being out of sync. They were way out of sync on Tuesday, and now they're playing on a Monday. Uh, I, I worry about the short week for Buffalo here. Uh, but if I had to bet the game, I could only take uh, the Bills plus the points. Uh, that being said, I don't have to play the game. I'm involved in the late game, not the early game. Okay, and talking about it was Super Bowl winners off of their first loss have been a money burner. Yeah, I, let, let me get the numbers on that. Uh, real, and, and, and what, why you get that? I mean, the, the Monday nighter, the two, the doubleheader on Monday nighter, Teddy. If I could get real particular here, and I'm sure a lot of people would uh, would know what I'm talking about. I, I wish it would start a little bit later because two o'clock Pacific kick here. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people are still at work here. You know, we got to kind of take off the day type deal. So. Well, uh, there's, there's an, the issue with that, of course, is the TV contracts. Um, when you have ESPN paying that kind of money for Monday Night Football, uh, you know, the billions of dollars they paid for that, they're like, nothing's running against it on a different right. network while we're okay. doing this show. So the choices the networks have is we can go earlier, we can go later. Um, because, you know, the ones on Fox and the ones on ESPN and their competing networks, they were both on the same network, you might see some flexibility there. But the fact that they're not means that ESPN's like, we're keeping our slot. You guys got to find a different slot. So they went for the early slot, which I guess makes sense for the East Coast viewers. Super Bowl champs and the game after their first loss of the season, 12 and 25 straight up. If the first loss was at home, four and 16 straight up. That includes losses each of the last eight times. That's certainly from a trends and angles perspective, not great for Kansas City as road chalk tonight. Worth noting, Andy Reid, 9-19 and off a home loss since 2011, 6-14 ATS off a home loss as a favorite since 2011. So neither the Super Bowl champs nor Andy Reid's teams have bounced back particularly well uh, off the type of loss the Chiefs suffered last week. Man, great stats there, Teddy. 12-25 and Super Bowl team off of a loss. 4-17, and was it? Uh, four, uh, four and 16. And again, these are, these are Ralph Michaels numbers. Actually, I think he got them from Mark Lawrence. Uh, these are from Mark Lawrence's playbook newsletter. So I don't want to take credit for numbers that I did not personally run. However, I'm happy to talk about them when someone else does the work for me. Uh, absolutely. Mark Lawrence is our friend. Uh, good, good handicapper there. So that's the first one here starting in not too long. Monday kickoff here. We got the Monday nighter, Arizona at Dallas, Teddy, 275-276-515 Pacific kick here. Dallas minus one in Jerry's world, 55 and a half being the total. Yeah. When I did the uh, NFL look ahead line report with Joe Ranieri last week, and uh, that's a new show that we just pulled out last week it was the first time we've done it. Uh, we're going to do it every week moving forward. But I talked about this line in particular, Dallas is going to take money. I think we talked about it last Monday, that the Cowboys were going to take money. The Cowboys have taken money. Uh, They were two and a half point uh, dogs to one point favorites. The markets don't know what to do with Andy Dalton yet. 
you know, how big a drop off is it? How many points is it worth from uh, Prescott to Dalton? Remember, you know, Prescott, while he's put up monster stats, he's also made a bunch of mistakes. Last week, he was probably single handedly uh, responsible for keeping the Giants in the game for extended stretches. Uh, but when you, if you've seen Andy Dalton play in a big game, and this is a big game for Dallas, <laughs> uh, you know that uh, even in the pantheon of NFL backup quarterbacks, uh, where Dalton, again, if you talk about backup quarterbacks, you got Jameis Winston, you got Tyrod Taylor, you got Andy Dalton uh, as guys that are probably in the same uh, category, maybe Nick Mullins, Mullins for uh, San Fran, that are, you know, uh, kind of in that same, yeah, they're certainly serviceable backups. Uh, but the markets have been very uh, flip-floppy. You're not flip-floppy. They, they, the, the, the opener on Dallas wasn't where the betting markets ended up pricing the drop-off from Prescott to Dalton. They priced that drop-off as being minimal as opposed to a four- or five-point drop-off between the two QBs. Okay, good stuff there, Teddy. We got a backdoor cover in the house. Colin Bross, Paul Blakeney saying uh, 10 p.m. England start is a good time for uh, t- t- today's NFL. So uh, guys all around the world joining in, appreciate each and every one of you coming in in the chat box live, 10 a.m. Pacific time, simulcast on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Also, wherever, wherever you're downloading your podcasts at, remember Sports Memo Podcast, Jason Freeman, Christian Larson, Petrus Paniki, Max Paper, all you guys, welcome in and always interested in your thoughts on the NFL season. And uh, Teddy, we got the NFL opening line report starting here. Uh, looks like Cleveland, Cincinnati, four five one four five two for Thursday night. Oh, Thursday night. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Excuse me, NFC East fans. Forty five being the total. Philadelphia Eagles minus six, mostly across the board. There is a couple six in the hooks out there with the Eagles laying that at home. Sure. Okay. So uh, as we do every Monday on the show with the opening line report, I'm going to give the look ahead line. That's a bettable line from us. We got to use the Westgate opening numbers here in Vegas. There were look ahead lines across the world uh, right now, but uh, I use the Westgate numbers just because I've always used the Westgate numbers. And, uh, they're, you know, they're as good as any. Uh, so I, I'm also going to give you my power rating number for the game. We'll talk about where the markets opened and potentially where the markets are likely to move. Whenever we have a situation where the markets are moving, we'll give it a little emergency betting alert. Say, if you want this side, now's the time to get involved or total. Uh, now's the time to get involved. The markets are moving as we speak. So with the Giants and Philly, look ahead line, six and a half Philadelphia. My powering number, six. The betting market, six. The total sitting at 45. It does look like this total is going to get bet down. I don't know if I'm going to call this an emergency betting alert, uh, but certainly if you like the under on Thursday night between this divisional matchup, I would say bet that sooner rather than later. I mean, Carson Wentz couldn't have been worse yesterday. The first six drive, there were five three and outs and a fumble. Right? No first downs. The first 16 plays, they had a minus negative seven yards. And then he rallied that team against Baltimore's defense. You know, the offense is decimated. The uh, offensive line is a disaster area. The playmaker now is Travis Fulgham, who, if you hadn't heard of him before three weeks ago, neither had I. Uh, you know, I, I thought you. I remember him from Old Dominion. But he's not anyone that anyone was thinking about as being an impact player in the NFL. Uh, and he's got 18 catches, 284 yards, and three touchdowns the last three weeks. But, again, the injuries yesterday. Miles Sanders got hurt, didn't come back. Zach Ertz got knocked out of the game with an ankle injury. Uh, they already have a rookie right tackle, Jack Driscoll. He went out on a cart in the fourth quarter. There are issues. The Giants, uh, they got their win yesterday uh, for what it's worth. They had no three and outs all day. They didn't go 0 for 3 in the red zone. They only ran 46 plays the whole game. Joe Judge now off the schneid. However, this is a quote that stood out to me like a sore thumb about the Giants. <laughs> we talk about... Here's a team that just got off the schneid. They got their first win. Now they have to play on a short week. Are the Giants fat and happy or are they hungry? Defensive lineman, Leonard Williams, quote, we finally got our win. We've been working hard and finally got to see some of the fruits of our labors. It was obviously an ugly win, though, but we got it. That is not a bet on quote for a team on a short week after they got off the schneid, in my opinion. Although, I'll give this for the Giants. They, you know, the defense made a play uh, at the end of the game, uh, you know, with, uh, with to, to, to win it with a pick six. Uh, Giants defense have been okay. 
the offense, Daniel Jones has now committed at least one turnover in 17 of his 18 career starts. We finally got the win. Yeah, I, I, that wasn't a good start to that quote, Teddy. I could see where you were going with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that does it for the Thursday nighter here. We do have the Sunday card, guys. Full, uh, Almost full card here on Sunday, October 25th slate. 451-452 at the top of the card, Teddy. 10 a.m. Pacific kick here. We got Cleveland laying three and a half. There is a minus four out there. No, no, mostly three in the hooks right now. 51 and a half being the total. Cleveland at Cincinnati, one Eastern kick here, Teddy. Yeah, um, I get the sense that this line is going to move to three. Uh, let's start with this. Look ahead line was three and a half. My powering number was three and a half. The market's open three and a half. So there's not any of these deals where you say, all right, there's clear line value. That's set. All right. Um, when you look at the leading indicator books right now, there is at least a decent chance that since he's taken the money uh, and the three and a half aren't out there, especially because the Browns looked so awful yesterday and the Bengals, you know, wire to wire cover. Uh, and of course there are questions about how healthy Baker Mayfield's ribs are. Um, shoot. It's a division game for the Browns. The Browns have played two division games so far this season. They've lost those games 76 to 13, <laughs> you know, and Mayfield was rough yesterday. He was, and again, the offensive line for Cleveland had played great. They did not play great yesterday. Mayfield pressured on 52% of his hot dropbacks. Uh, and they entered the game, Cleveland, ranked number two in the NFL in pass block win rate. So maybe it was a bad game. Maybe it was the Steelers' defense. But it was certainly some concerns for a team with uh, uh, bruised ribs, or a QB with bruised ribs. That said, the Bengals, again, in this point spread range, they're 1-11-1. and one in one-score games in two years under Zach Taylor. The play calling was great yesterday. They scored their first four, I think four of their first five possessions. And then in the second half, they had one field goal. Um, Randy Bullock missing field. I mean, Randy Bullock's only missed two field goals all season. One, the two biggest kicks they've had all year. One was they lost to the Chargers because he missed the field goal. And the second one was they had a chance to take a fourth-quarter lead against Indy, and it bounced off the post. So, yeah, there's – the hope for Cincinnati for the future. Yeah, the yesterday's loss was a little bit disheartening uh, for the Bengals. That said, I would not be surprised at all if since he takes money moving forward. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either, Teddy. And just quick question here: Who do you think has the better quarterback in the battle for Ohio? That's a good question. If Mayfield, if Mayfield's ribs are like they were yesterday, then then I'll give it to Burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean. Cleveland is well ahead of Cincinnati in a lot of different areas. And I wouldn't, you know, when, when Mayfield's healthy, he, uh, I had to win one game. I'll take Mayfield with the Browns as opposed to Burrow with the Bengals. Okay. Fair enough, Teddy. Let's head back to the NFC East here. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. 49 being the total. We're seeing minus three in the hook or minus three with some juice on that. That's the Cowboys laying on the highway. Yeah, I mean, that Sports Memo live odd screen is a great tool. Uh, just, you, you know, I, I keep it open all day. Uh, you know, you can, you can get a chance of where the market's moving. You get a sense of where the numbers are going. Um, uh, and in this instance, let's start with the look-ahead. The look-ahead line was Dallas 3. My powering number is Dallas 6. I'm not very high on Washington. And the markets, as you mentioned, 3 minus 20 slash 3.5. If you like the Cowboys tonight, you think the Cowboys are going to cover tonight, and you're interested for next week, lay three here. Okay. Find a three and lay it. If you think that uh, Dallas is going to lose tonight, maybe you take the plus three and a half right now uh, <laughs> uh, with Washington. Although, though, doing anything with Washington right now, that's a, you know, I give credit for Ron Rivera for this quote. You know, I have to miss two points. I give him credit for, you know, uh, Riverboat Ron going for two at the end. That's what a coach of a losing team is supposed to do. And I like this quote. I want to win. I'm playing to win. I'm trying to get our players to understand this is how we do things. We do things to the max. We play to win games. It bugs me because we lost. It pisses me off. I want to win games. I don't care that it's my first year here. I don't care we have a group of young guys that have to learn. They will learn how to win. All right. The Redskins are uh, the, the, uh, there's my dollar in the I mean good about the, the 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 Washington football team has trailed by double digits in the first half of all six of their games. Their defense has allowed nine plays of 40 yards or more. Last year for the full season, they only gave up 13. And, again, against the G-men yesterday, 
Washington was they did enough not to get crushed against a very bad team. Uh, but again, in the, in the NFL pantheon right now, Washington is number third. I mean, I, I do think the Jets and the Jags are, are, are 32 and 31, but Washington's 30. Uh, and you're talking about a team that's 30 and are it's a divisional game, but they're only three, three and a half point dogs. I can't anticipate we're going to see a ton Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Skins money between now and uh, and Sunday. No, no. And Teddy, I mean, so so with the minus threes out there, is it something you would recommend jumping on right now? Or I guess minus three, minus 120 would be the best number I'm seeing at Circa. If you like Dallas tonight, grab a three. Again, if, if Dallas if Dallas looks good against Arizona, they'll come three and a half, four, four and a half. There's not going to be a three out there. However, if Arizona beats them and Andy Dalton looks like Andy Dalton, the play, you know, big game Andy Dalton, playoff Andy mm-hmm. Dalton. Uh, I still don't think it comes two and a half. You know, threes is threes as low as it's going to go. Uh, I would be very shocked to that. that uh, it's got two and a half on that game, even if Dalton looks terrible. All right, Teddy, we got four five seven, four five eight up next. Detroit at Atlanta. Falcons uh looking good the past weekend. Minus three, fifty-seven being the total in Mercedes Benz. Look ahead line, Atlanta minus one. My powering number, Atlanta minus one. The markets moved to three. Both teams look good yesterday. Both I mean, when you talk about two teams that have gotten off the crappy starts that have some potential or some upside, both these teams have it, you know. And We've seen the Falcons be dead in the water midway through the season. What? Each of the last two years. And both times they saved Dan Quinn's job. They didn't do it this year. But by playing good ball down the stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and playing like they cared. They played like they cared yesterday. Raheem Morris quotes, I can't worry about where it's been. I just have to worry about where it's going. More Morris. The offensive guys led me. They got me going in the right direction to be aggressive. Today, I gave those guys the keys, and they took them and ran with it. Um, You know, I mean, the defense stepped up. The secondary played well. They had a goal line stand. Uh, They went three or three on fourth downs. They went on fourth downs. There was, I mean, for a team that played very, very poorly early on, obviously, (laughs) uh, that was the buy sign. From Atlanta. Now the question is, does it hold? You know, uh, there was a buy side from Detroit yesterday. Again, a team that came out of the break. And again, much like Atlanta, they played the right team at the right time. Atlanta got a Minnesota team that was a no show, and, and the Lions got a Jaguars team that's really struggling. But they were getting chunk plays on offense. They're punting. One of these things we don't talk about very much. We don't talk about special teams enough on this show. I talk about it more in college than in the NFL. Uh, but their punter leads the NFL in gross punting and net punting. Those things matter over the course of a season. Stafford's seen this field well. Ten different Lions receivers caught balls yesterday. 180 rushing yards on offense. They stuffed the run on D. That's not Detroit. So you ask yourself, was it Jacksonville that bad? Or is there some buy sign in Detroit? There may well be some. But certainly the market's excited about Atlanta. Look ahead was one. Both teams look good. And the market opens three today. Uh, And we're seeing at least a little bit of uh, Falcons money. So, um, from a value standpoint, the one and five Falcons still have a surprisingly big betting bandwagon amongst sharp betters, and that is certainly influencing this number. Check Teddy covers out at wager talk and sportsmemo.com. He's 80% in his NFL 5%. Uh, also 60% October NFL in my favorite stat here, guys. 199 and 154, 56% in the NFL since week one of 2015. So over the long term, beating the NFL betting markets. Check him out. Teddy covers wager talk at sports and sports memo. Dot com. Teddy, heading back to the NFC South here, Carolina at New Orleans. We got 51 and a half being the total. Looks like the New Orleans Saints minus seven in the hook in the Big Easy. 
Yeah, something's something's happening here because this line just came off the board in a couple places. I was just looking to see if I could find out why. I think there's a chance that McCaffrey comes off the IR this week, mm-hmm. uh, and that might that. be it. Uh, but I'm really not sure why the, a couple of uh, key books just pulled this game down. Um, and I like to know. Uh, that said, we can certainly talk about the look ahead line, which was seven. We can talk about my powering number, which is five. We can talk about the markets now, which is seven and a half. And we can call this an emergency betting alert because I do think this number comes back down to seven. Doodly oop. Uh, doodly oop. Yeah, let's doodly oop it right here. Uh, this is one that absolutely stood out to me. The over 51 is taking heat as well. Um, I'm still, though, again, I'm not, uh, it hasn't gone crazy yet. I think that the money, I don't think that the Saints go off more than seven. And I do think this total gets fed up. New Orleans, of course, coming off that uh, impressive come from behind win against the Chargers. They failed to cover in that ballgame on Monday Night Football and in the bye week. And Carolina yesterday played like a team, like a losing team that had won a couple of games and they were a little bit, uh, they weren't sharp. I mean, they really weren't sharp. Teddy Bridgewater got sacked on the second play of the game. He threw interception on the third. He scrambled four times on the next series. He spent the whole game on the run uh, for that uh, Bears defense, against that Bears defense. And the offense really struggled in the red zone uh, yesterday, which was a problem for Carolina early in the season. New Orleans defense has been a major disappointment. I'll call it a major disappointment so far this campaign. We'll see if Sean Payton has that fixed when they come out of the bye. That said, no surprise we see a little bit of Panthers money between now and kickoff. And Teddy, shout out to the chat box here. Uh, Davy Jones, Christian Larson, Las Vegas Chris posting uh, Panthers shutting their facility and have players and coaches work remotely after an unconfirmed positive test result that now is being rerun. So that's from the chat box, Teddy. That's awesome. Thanks for the info, guys. And with that info, let's undoodly oop. Undoodly oop, undoodly oop, undoodly oop. It's not going down. Forget the previous doodly oop. When okay. you have a COVID outbreak, and especially when you see stuff like the way the Patriots played yesterday. We'll talk about that. Um, but um, the with a COVID outbreak, and that's, a, again, a concern you have on a Monday morning uh, when, the, when the news is breaking. Uh, but it's an undue loop. I apologize if anyone if, – if, I feel bad if anyone bet it in, the, in, the few, in that moment, but um, I hope you didn't. Uh, the, but, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Okay, so for the first time in show history, we have an undoodly oop here in the Carolina New Orleans game, and uh, that will leave us to four six three four six four. Next game on the docket, ten a.m. Pacific kick here in uh, Buffalo at the New York Jets. Here, I, I didn't mean to laugh at the New York Jets there, but we got Buffalo Bills minus eleven on the highway. Looks like forty eight being the total limited marketplace here. Buffalo New York Jets, Teddy. Yeah, with the Monday night, I didn't really talk about this with Dallas on Monday night. Certainly uh, Buffalo playing tonight. If the Bills look good, the line will go up. If the Bills look bad, the line won't go down that much. And that's the truth of it because it's the Jets right now. Uh, Look ahead line with Buffalo minus 10. Now, my powering number is off. It's intentionally off because I put put the Jets in a position right now, powering-wise, where I will never be tempted to bet them. Okay. Uh, So my number is, I I mean, I I just keep dropping the Jets and keep dropping the Jets. And I don't want to be tempted and say, oh, my numbers show, you know, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. It's not that close. Jacksonville's number 31, but the Jets are 32. Uh, Joe Flacco, when you get a chance to, what I say last week, when you get a chance to go bet against Joe Flacco, take it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did I lay with Miami? I did not. Um, I wish I would listen to myself some freaking time. Anyhow, look headline 10, my powering number 13 and a half. The markets were at nine and a half, 10 last night. Now it's 11 and it's going to only, I mean, the Jets will not take money. Um, and some of the things yesterday from the Jets are even worse. You know, now you have the, I mean, obviously Greg Williams is an asshole and Greg Williams has always been an asshole. as defense coordinator. No one ever liked that guy. But now Williams and Gase, okay, the defense coordinator and the coach are literally taking turns throwing each other under the bus. <laughs> You know, you have Frank Gore, you know, we can't wait to the effing fourth quarter. We can't effing wait to the fourth quarter to effing wait to start playing ball. I'm sick of it. You know, Gase, we haven't done anything well this year at all. We just hurt ourselves so much. Last year, we trended in the right direction. We improved. This year, we have to figure out a way to improve really quickly from top to bottom. Coaches, players, it doesn't matter. Everybody, we have to get things better. Good luck with that, coach. The clock is ticking. And the Jets, in many ways, are unbackable right now. Uh, I'm not going to get to the window backing the Jets. 
If this line gets to 14, I'm not going to get too into the back of the Jets. The bottom feeders are very difficult to make money with. Let's see what Buffalo looks like tonight, and especially what that Bills defense looks like tonight. And, again, it, it does make a difference Flacco versus Darnold. Flacco is unbackable. Teddy, we got a, a bunch going on here in the chat box. Mr. Mississippi saying, uh, or excuse me, uh, Ron saying he was my high school coach in 1984 to 1986. Yes, he was a jerk. So some firsthand uh, interaction there. Um, also, something that caught my eye when you said the New York Jets, you know, you moved your numbers so you're never tempted about it. I do this more in college in terms of I'll go through, make my numbers before the openers, and then I'll, I'll just do like a little arrow. That's my own thing in, in terms of only one way. Like, I'm not looking to bet the other side. Sure. Do, do you have any advice out there for, for new bettors in terms of uh, when you say unbackable? I mean, is there a price where the Jets would be? I mean, if this was 17 and a half, would you then look at it? Or is there absolutely no number? I mean, 31 and a half, I'd, I'd be interested. You okay, know? so it's absolutely yeah, I mean, ridiculous. There's, there's a number that's insane, you know, yeah. but in the modern NFL marketplace, there's not a number that, that would, doesn't happen, uh, right? That, that, that's going to get there. You know, if the Jets were plus 20, I would have a hard time getting the window with. Okay. Uh, we got Green Bay at Houston up next. We're seeing uh, the Packers off of a – this is kind of an interesting handicap on how to go about uh, the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers here. Seeing mostly three in the hooks. There is a three minus minus juice at Bookmaker right now. 56 being the total Green Bay at Houston, Teddy. And I don't have an emergency betting alert on this because it's three, the three minus 25. You know, yeah. and three minus 25 is the same as three and a half. Okay. Essentially, you know, it's the same bet. Uh, we're not seeing that the market d- differential. Sometimes you see a three, you know, three minus one ten somewhere, and a three and a half, you know, even even money somewhere else. Um, that's a positive expectation differential. I didn't do okay. Well, here let's start with this. Uh, look ahead line: Green Bay three and a half. My powering number: Green Bay two and a half. The markets are mostly at three and a half uh, this morning. Total of fifty six, and that total can only go up. You know. <laughs> The Texans had another shootout yesterday. Yeah. Um, I had a crap weekend. I got one thing really right. Uh, that was a 5%er on the Tampa Bay against Green Bay. I thought Green Bay was somewhat fraudulent. I did not trust that team off a of bye week. Second year in a row under LaFleur, they come out of the bye. When they went into the bye fat and happy, and came out of the bye as flat as a pancake. 40 dropbacks from the Packers, 107 net passing yards yesterday. Mm. They went 14-4 and four last year, counting the playoffs. You know, one win, one loss in the postseason. All four losses came by a touchdown or more. Three of them were blowouts. When things go wrong for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers quits and the defense quits. And we saw, I mean, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'm a happy eye at Tampa Bay. But in the third quarter, I'm like, geez, Aaron Rodgers. And I think, you know, someone's texting me. I'm like, shut up. You know, don't text me, you know. <laughs> I was all stressed out. And I'm like, I got, I'm going against Aaron Rodgers here, dude. You don't say anything in the third quarter. Go F yourself, you know? Right. Uh, and here's this quote. You don't ever want to lose like this. I felt we needed a little bit of a wake-up call at some point this season because things have been so good. There's been so much talk maybe outside the building about the ease in which you're moving the ball on offense and scoring. I think we united, We kind of needed a kick in the ass a little bit. There's a little bit of a wake-up to stop feeling ourselves so much and get back to the things that got us this position. I think – this would be, unfortunately, but fortunately, something we can really grow from. All right, that's the right quote. You're supposed to say that. Texas quotes weren't right <laughs> after the game. You know, that was a tough, tough loss. And Cornell's taking heat for doing the right thing. Sean Watson throws his first interception of the season in the fourth quarter. Let's talk about that two-point conversion for a minute, Drew. What do you think? Oh, with the Texans up seven late going for two to try to put the game out of reach. Is that the right move? Did you like that move? Or do you think they should have kicked the extra point and, and make them uh, need a touchdown and the two-point conversion to tie? It's a, it's an interesting question, but no, I don't. Because what, what the numbers are 47% conversion rate on two-point conversion. So you, you would rather be the defensive side than the offensive side. That's what I would go to is just look at the past, the past numbers on two-point conversion. So no, I don't think it was the right decision. What do you think? I loved it. I thought it was the best move you can make. Okay. Absolutely. I will not give Romeo Cornell any difficulty for doing that. This is why. Okay. If you make the two-point conversion, you win. You're up nine. The game's over. Either way, if you make if you if you kick the extra point, you got to get a stop. The other way, you don't need a stop. 
you only help. need the stop on the two point conversion though, and then you win as well. Yes, but you need a stop. If you're up nine, you don't need a stop. Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. what you're saying. Yeah, and, you're and, going and to you win might need to look into it more. You know, I'm just going over the full numbers here. If you know your defense is up against it and the defensive line is going to get pushed back, that does change things. That does change things. And, and I'm not, you know, in the locker room knowing that. So sure, sure. And, and, and that, that, that's one of the dangers of using aggregate stats. I don't right. mean to put you on the spot. Hey, Drew, what you, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, but it's okay. Uh, but you know, uh, but that's your role. Is I, you know, <laughs> I got I to I I put you on the spot every once in a while. Uh, uh, but it, it really is a situation where you can win the game and a coach that makes an aggressive move, like like when Zimmer went for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal to go eight in Seattle, and okay. they didn't make it, and they ended up losing as a result. I don't care. It's still the right move. The coach is making the move to seal the win, and if it doesn't execute, it doesn't execute. That said, you know, Texas are now one and five. They play with a lot of heart, but I, I don't know. I, I want to look at what losing teams off an overtime loss are doing. I want to. Uh, this is one I want to see some analytics uh, to get involved uh, to the line move. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, it's three and a half mostly right now. Um, and I don't necessarily see any uh, strong indicators that's going to move off of that number initially. Okay, he's Teddy Covers on Twitter, at Teddy underscore Covers. I'm on Twitter, at Drew Martin Betts. Guys, thanks for joining us live each and every Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, simulcast on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Feel free to chime in uh, in the chat box. Also, if you're watching on replay, the comments below, always love seeing that. And please smash the like button. And also, if you like uh, consuming content via podcast, remember the Sports Memo podcast. Find it wherever you're downloading your podcasts at. We got 467 Four six eight up next, Teddy. Seattle at Arizona. We're seeing a limited marketplace here, but Seattle minus three in the hook. There is a minus four out there at circa fifty five, being the total, Teddy. And I apologize. I, I want to go back and say one last thing about the Packers. Sometimes I miss injury key when there's key injury info. I, I want to give it to, to you guys, and if I miss it, I got to go back to it. Uh, the Pro Bowl left tackle David Bakhtari uh, got hurt yesterday. He left in the second half. His status is questionable. Uh, they. They also lost a pair of defensive starters, Green Bay did, in that ball game. Uh, now we're talking, uh, which game were you, would you just bring up? Seattle, Arizona? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Seattle had a bye week. Arizona plays tonight. There's no market push on this game whatsoever right now. Look ahead line, Seattle minus three and a half. My powering number, Seattle only minus one. And if you notice, my powering number for both Dallas and Arizona was a little bit off market. I had Dallas six, and the markets are only three, three and a half against uh, Washington. And here, the you know, look ahead was three and a half. My power number is only one uh, for Seattle over Arizona. So I think I have both those teams priced higher than the market right now. Although I have the Seahawks a little bit lower than the than the broader markets. Their defense has been so bad. Uh, and we're looking at three, three and a half here. But again, this is all uh, likely to move on what happens tonight. If Arizona looks good, the number may come a little bit shorter. Um, I don't know if it can come. I, I think it still comes three and a half. Um, if, if Arizona blows them out, mm-hmm. then uh, then maybe it comes three. But I, I, Seattle's got a big bandwagon in the markets that I would think may well still merit the uh, the three and a half out there, uh, even if Arizona looks good tonight. Teddy, we got San Francisco at New England up next. We're seeing 45 and a half being the total. New England minus three now dropped uh, pretty precipitously off of the open there, Teddy. Yeah, well, uh, again, the look-ahead line here was five and a half. My powering number is two. And the markets really don't know what to do with this. You know, uh, I mean, it's sitting at three right now. Both these teams certainly had very disparate performances yesterday. Belichick off a loss has been a pretty strong bet on long-term. The Patriots had only one full pad practice over a two-week span because of all the COVID issues. 
Bill Belichick, quote, we need more time together. We need to practice together. We need to execute and do everything better. No question about that. I mean, they were, you know, that was a rough game. Of course, Patriots haven't been under 500 in October since 2002. That was also the last time they didn't win 10 games in a season. Um, but the offensive line was a disaster area yesterday. A disaster area yesterday. Cam rushed 10 times for 76 yards. The three running backs rushed 15 times for 41 yards. And the defense got pushed around in the line of scrimmage, too. And they lost their starting left tackle. or starting right tackle uh, during the game as well. So these are issues. Big issues uh, for New England moving forward. There's a Shanahan quote after the Niners were pretty strong. Certainly uh, the defense was able to dominate and and Garoppolo was okay. Uh, Shanahan uh, talking about the loss of the Dolphins the previous week. When you got him, when you get embarrassed like that, you can find out a lot about your team. I was very impressed with the character of our team and the way they carried themselves, the way they came out to practice Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and really the way they responded to all of us getting embarrassed. They tried to get better this week and not worry about anything else. And usually when you do that, you can put together those type of practices, and usually the results are better. I'm glad they were because I thought they really earned it throughout the week and today. Does that match for next week? <laughs> you know, that's the question. Uh, this will be a West – oh, no, it's a late game. I thought it was a uh, – it's not an early start game. But uh, there's a lot of questions for New England on, on this one, certainly. And, again, powering – look ahead line was five and a half, powering number two and a half, the market to three. Uh, right now, let's see what the Patriots get some practices in this week. As for San Fran, I'm not convinced all their problems are solved. The under here could well take a fair bit of money. Um, both these teams look like under teams moving forward. Yeah, good point. I like that under as well, Teddy. We got uh, Teddy's Monday night money maker up and available at Wager Talk and Sports Memo, discounted to just nine dollars for nine dollar Monday, guys. Every play at Wager Talk and Sports Memo discounted to nine dollars each and every Monday. Check out Teddy's Monday night money maker. We got Kansas City at Denver up next here, Teddy. Minus nine or minus nine in the hook. That's the Chiefs laying a mile high, forty nine being the total here, Teddy. Look ahead line, Kansas City minus nine. My powering number, Kansas City minus 10. And the markets right now are in that nine, nine and a half range. Obviously, we'll see what the Chiefs look like uh, on Monday night football. Um, so if you watch Denver and New England yesterday, I mean, there was a, there were some really positive signs from the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Drew Locke did a good job getting rid of the ball under pressure. You know, um, until the end of the game when he tried to give the game back. The defense forced turnovers, three turnovers, four sacks, um, which is, you know, they stuffed the run. They dominated the line of scrimmage. And they didn't punt until the fourth quarter. You know, there's that's, that's doing things right in many regard, but they didn't score touchdowns. Locke, despite testing the defense deep, uh, was only only completed ten passes for the game, and both of his interceptions were potential crushers. At the you know, with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, you can't be throwing picks like that. So positives for Denver, certainly an impressive victory. But um, uh, it will be a divisional showdown if the Chiefs look good. I, I don't know if this line opens ten if the Chiefs look good tonight. Uh, I still think it's in nine and a half is the appropriate uh, appropriate line here. And if we do see Kansas City, if Kansas City wins fifty five to nothing, it might be a, you know one of these deals where it's ten uh, ten and a half. But I would anticipate the nine and a half range uh, for the opener uh, of uh, which is where the look at line was right at nine. All right, Teddy. Next game, we're uh, heading to our, our where we're at right now, Las Vegas here. Four seven three four seven four. The Sunday night game: Tampa Bay Bucks at the Las Vegas Raiders. We got uh, the Bucks minus three here in the desert. Fifty three, the total at Allegiant Stadium. Teddy, with I believe still no fans. Doodly oop, doodly oop, doodly oop, doodly oop, doodly oop. The money's coming for the Raiders. Uh, if you like uh, Vegas, take plus three right now. Okay. Uh, look ahead line, pick them. My powering number, pick them. Opener two and a half, three is mostly threes right now. I don't think those are going to hold for as good as the Bucks look defensively yesterday. A lot of that was Green Bay being out of sync on offense, and Tampa scored. Well, they got 30, they got the 38 in that game, they scored four touchdowns and uh, four red zone tries in the first half. Don't be fooled. Tom Brady was not good yesterday. Again, 
In fact, yesterday might even be more of a concern for how Brady looked in that ball game. Green Bay ran out of gas in the, in the heat, and they turned the ball over. There was a pick six that turned that game around, and then a second a turnover from Rodgers on literally his next pass attempt. And it was boom, boom. It went from 10-0 uh, Green Bay to 14-10 Tampa. And then they had a couple of good drives and took control of the game. But, you know, no penalties yesterday. The refs were on their side, not a single penalty. Uh, they did a good job on Rodgers defensively, and the defense played really well, even without uh, Vita Vea. Uh, but there are concerns for Tampa offensively, and last week's win was a big win for that team. It is one of those spots you can already see the market circling on the Raiders coming off the bye, coming off the win, uh, the impressive uh, upset win over Kansas City. I expect Las Vegas to take the money in this one. Plus three, grab it now if you're going to grab it. I'm not convinced they're going to be there. Teddy, you know, one thing I, I wanted to ask you because a repeatable stat that I thought you said was uh, Patricia off the bye, off of a win, fat and happy through the bye, looking to fade that. Is that something that wor- worries you here with the Raiders or totally different situation? Each that, that's, a, that's a team in, team out scenario. Okay. Um, so it's not, I mean, uh, when, when you look at the broader markets, you make it a picture. I'm interested in how does this coach and this team do in this situation? Right. Uh, and uh, I, I haven't, I honestly, and, and you always want to look for the nuance. You can't just look at the final score and say, oh, this is what happened. You go back and read the recap and say, oh, yeah, they were without their quarterback this time. Or, oh, something bad happened here. Um, again, that's the advantage of doing this full time is that we get to is we get to, recent, we get, we get to yeah. look into that stuff. And it's, it's really hard to do uh, when you're working for it. That's why people pay us for our picks sometimes, you know, <laughs> uh, because we, we have the opportunity to do that. Uh, but the answer is, I don't know. I'll have to research what Gruden looks like off the bike. Okay, uh, and what cars are? Because that's not something I that uh, uh, that's not something I've gotten done by uh, uh, ten a.m. Monday morning. We'll get there. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, there will be a good one. That's a good Sunday nighter there with the the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks at the Las Vegas Raiders. We got uh, looks like also the the write in game with all the scheduling changes, guys. It is NFL twenty twenty. We got four seven nine four eighty Jacksonville at the L.A. Chargers. We got Chargers minus eight or minus eight in the hook forty nine and a half. Teddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have two. Uh, yeah, there's two writings. There's Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and Jacksonville, and the Chargers. Uh, we'll talk Pittsburgh, Tennessee next. Look ahead line here: six and a half for the Chargers. My powering number nine. The markets today. What are we looking at? Like eights in this game? Any? I mean, literally right now on the Wager Talk live odd screen on the Sports Memo live odd screen, I'm seeing a seven minus twenty offshore, and I'm seeing an eight and a half here in town. So there is legitimate variance on this game as we speak. It takes uh, it takes a leap of faith to get on the Jags right now. Uh, and again, they're not as bad as the Jets, I don't think. Um, but and I don't blame Doug Marone. Everyone's like Doug Marone. Doug Marone. The defense is now giving up thirty points in each of their last five games. Uh, Marone said, "I'm going to stick with Todd Wash as my coordinator." It's not a coordinator problem. They just don't have that much talent, <laughs> you know. Uh, Minshew had that great week one. Or he completed 95% of his passes, three touchdowns, no picks. Since that time, eight touchdowns, five INTs. But five of the eight touchdowns came when the Jags were trailing by double digits. Nine games were there, you know, rallying from behind. Yeah, padded the um, stats, yeah. It's rough for Jacksonville right now. Um, and again, there's, uh, they missed another kick. You know, they brought in John Brown, who had never attempted a field goal or a point after at any level. And surprise, surprise, he missed, what, a 33-yarder uh, in that game, a 32-yarder in that game. There is talk that Josh Lambeau could come off into reserve for this ball game. Um, Chargers uh, had the bye. So uh, there's nothing well, – it's, it's, it's an interesting scenario. There was wise guy support for the Jags last week. Maybe we see some this week. Uh, again, great variance right now. Um, but, uh, you know, Jacksonville – we haven't seen a true full market crash on the Jags yet. We might. And the last write-in game here, Teddy, we got Pittsburgh at Tennessee. We're seeing uh, the Steelers, uh, I believe, flip favorite here. Now minus one and a half to minus two-point road favorites, 52 and a half being the total in Nashville, Teddy. And this was a doodle-oop, too. That's why I wanted to get to it. Unfortunately, we've already seen uh, a fair bit of I mean, in the last 
hour, we've seen a whole lot of money come for Pittsburgh. I would not be surprised if we see more money coming for the Steelers. If you like the Steelers, find a one and a half or a money line and lay it now. Um, that's the way I anticipate the money uh, coming in. Look at line was Pittsburgh three. My powering number is Pittsburgh one. We've already seen the markets move from one to one and a half and two on this one. Worth noting, Steelers playing very slow. They played very slow yesterday. There was 30 seconds between every offensive snap, which wasn't good for anyone that had the over uh, in that ballgame. They did lose a key defender, their defensive play caller, Devin Bush, out with an knee injury. Looks like he has an ACL tear and be out for the season. He had played every defensive snap until uh, he got hurt. And Pittsburgh, really, I mean, that was a statement game for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin talked about how they played JV ball the previous week and struggled in third downs. And his quote, that was varsity ball today. They stepped up and stepped up big across the board. Dominant performance uh, on defense. Um, As for the Titans, you know, he had, uh, look, (laughs) is Ryan Tannehill an MVP candidate? They score touchdowns, Teddy. What what was the shot he had? Two touchdown passes for how many games in a row? That, that That was a crazy stat. They got 600 yards of offense yesterday. They were minus two in turnovers and still one and covered. Now, impact injury, Taylor Lewin, uh, the left tackle, looks like he could be out for the year for the Titans, but they played without him before. Uh, I'm worried about the Titans kicking game as well. Goskowski had one another one of those games where he's missing go-ahead 37. That's one thing if you miss a 50-yarder. You can't be missing go-ahead 37-yarders in the second half, and Goskowski did that yesterday. It worked for the Titans, and all of a sudden, done. Uh, and, uh, of course, when you have a running back like Derrick Henry and you have a tired defense <laughs> and you win the coin toss in overtime, uh, it's good news uh, for you. And Tennessee did that yesterday. But, like I said, I do anticipate the money coming for Pittsburgh. Um, there's a lot of talk about the Steelers right now as being, you know, a top three team in the NFL. Guys, check out Teddy Covers at wagertalkandsportsmemo.com. We got one game left here. Look ahead at next week's Monday Nighter. But Teddy has his Teddy's Monday Night Moneymaker for tonight's game, discounted to just $9, normally $25. So check it out at wagertalkandsportsmemo.com. He's 80% in his 5% NFL plays, 60% in the month of October NFL. And my favorite stack, guys, 199 and 154, 56% in the NFL since 2015. So over the long term, beating the NFL betting markets, check them out on wagertalk and sportsmemo.com. We got Chicago at the LA Rams, Teddy, for next week's Monday nighter, 46 being the total. We're seeing minus five in the hook or minus six at Westgate. That's the Rams laying at home. Look ahead line seven. My powering number, three and a half. Though I had to start giving the Bills some respect, uh, the Bears some respect yesterday. And I don't want to give them too much respect. I really don't. But they're winning ugly. And when you have a team that's winning ugly, you got to pay attention. Matt Nagy, right? Oh, everyone hates that guy, right? What a jerk. What an idiot. Do you realize that Matt Nagy, 25 and 13 in the regular season in three years as the Bears coach, it's the best mark after 38 games by any Bears coach since George Hallis. (laughs) He retired in 1968. Now, obviously, you have Ditka. uh, But they're 25 and 13. You know, they're they're shockers. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not shocking, but Nagy's a coach that takes a ton of criticism. Criticism. <laughs> a ton of criticism. Uh, and Chicago is uh, certainly overachieved. They got my money yesterday, unfortunately. Uh, that was a stupid play in retrospect. Um, I was, uh, you can't, a team like Carolina wasn't ready to go on a winning streak, and they weren't. <clears throat> the defense, three takeaways yesterday, four sacks. Yesterday, one touchdown and only three red bone possessions and uh, allowed only three third down conversions and 13 tries. I mean, it really was an impressive defense or whatever. One week after the defense dominated against Tampa. Uh, Chicago's winning ugly. Now, the offense is still, it is what it is. I mean, you know, Foles is okay at best. At least he's not turning it over. They have plenty of skill position talent, but um, here's another one on Nagy. Uh, they won four straight road games twice. In three years under Nagy, you know, they did some in 2018-19. They did it again uh, last year and this year. So, uh, for whatever it's worth, I don't want to talk about the Bears too, too excitedly. Uh, but 
Chicago coming off a very satisfying win. The Rams coming off a pretty frustrating loss. Goff versus, a, as Tony A. saying, a Bears Super Bowl caliber defense. Um, we don't like Goff against good defenses. We saw what happened when he played a good defense last night, uh, and it wasn't pretty. Originally, I thought this line was going to go up. I thought, you know, it has to go to six. It has to go to six. And the market's kind of split between five and a half and six. And I thought about using the emergency betting alert on this one. And the more I thought about it, given the Bears' defensive stats, I know the broader and given how bad the Rams looked that week uh, last uh, on, T- on national TV last night, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced it does go up. Um, it might. It's not going to hurt you to uh, – uh, to lay the five and a half if you like the Rams here now. Um, I don't think it's going to go down a whole lot, but I'm, I'm not convinced that it goes up. Uh, I'm really not. Uh, originally, I thought that the, the money will come for the Rams, and now I'm a little bit more tepid uh, with that uh, opinion. Good stuff, as always, from Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Check out his work, Sports Memo and WagerTalk.com. He's got his Monday night play up, and it's discounted to just $9 for $9 Monday at Sports Memo. Dot com. Teddy, is there anything else you wanted to throw out before we shut this down? Oh, I'm just looking at the uh, I'm looking at the chat stuff, and there's so many things I want to comment. You know, yeah. Jamal Madison, Allen Robertson is so underrated. Agree, they're nuts. Uh, you know, uh, Allen Robertson is a monster. The Bears have so so much skills and talent. Uh, Clint says no more rants for me, and that's something as a better you want to be aware of. Someone slapped you around last week doesn't mean you don't get jump on them this week. You know, I. I I had a bad play on Cincinnati plus the points against the Ravens. All right. If I was smart, I would have bet Cincinnati plus the points against Indy. There was a bounce back spot and they showed it. I wasn't smart. That was my mistake. Don't make the same mistakes that I did. Uh, as you mentioned, we have a do we do have one play up uh, Monday night football tonight, $9 Monday. Uh, but never buy a play. Honestly, get a pay. If you want to get, want to see what we can do, get a package. I had a crap weekend. When I have a crap weekend, I'm in. <laughs> I'm uh, not really much fun to hang out with, but you want my picks the next week. I'll say that much. Uh, you know, we didn't get the big ticket yesterday, the five percenter, and the five percenters have been great in the NFL all year. Uh, and um, that's what I have to say, I guess. I don't know. What do you have to say, Drew? I'm saying Teddy's in bounce back mode. Check him out, sportsmemo.com. Buy low opportunity, just like the stock market. You know, catch Teddy off of a loss. It is uh, – it is a uh, bounce back opportunity here, Teddy. So, uh, man, good show. Like always, uh, appreciate everybody in the chat box joining us live simulcast on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, 10 a.m. Pacific time each and every Monday. Shout out to the chat box, guys. If you're watching on replay, feel free to drop a comment below. Please smash the like button on your way out. Remember to uh, download the podcast, Sports Memo Podcast, wherever you're downloading your podcast, Teddy. Yeah, hey, thanks so much, guys. I understand this show's really blowing up this year, and we really appreciate it. If you like the show, we ask only one thing. Tell your friend. That's it. Just tell your friend. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great week. Uh, what do we got? We got uh, uh, everyone on the board. That will On be, Wednesday. Yeah, we post that later in the week, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Guys, for Teddy Covers, I'm Drew Martin. Have a uh, fun, safe week, and cash those bets, guys. Thanks for joining us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.